So, Autumn, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love it. Which is I great. I love it. That's great for me that you there's uh, there's one here that you're interested in. So yeah. we, we can watch it together. I've always found aspects of Star Wars interesting, but I always had a hard time because I hadn't watched all of them following, like, and really knowing the story. What I love about Obi-Wan is that it's based on the storylines that I, I know very well. The prequel trilogy. Up. Exactly. It follows the prequel trilogy. So, like, I get what's going on. I know the characters. I'm and, and I just am excited about how it's been done. But it's, like, the movies that I really remembered from childhood. So yeah. It's based off of those. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, and, you and McGregor's acting his butt off so good yeah so he's a really lot good. of the acting in it is is decent yeah but no he's definitely a, a crown jewel <laughs> one of the things i said the other night to justin was that i'm saddened when it ends because i remember that there aren't jedis yeah and at the same time would we know if there were Welcome back, my friends, to the Easy Dizit Podcast, a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast, as well as a clinical social worker. And I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst. And we really hope that you like today's show. And if you do, we have a favor to ask you. It would mean a lot to us if you could head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review. It would make our day. It's been a while since we've had one, so if you've been listening and and thinking of what you can do to help us and support us, um, we would love it if you could take a moment to write a review. Thank you. So today on the show, we're going to talk about something that we have highlighted in the past. What we're going to focus on is really making vacation goals based on values. So Justin and I have a trip coming up and we're going to talk together about what we want to get out of the trip and then build our plans based on those values. But first, we have news, trivia, and mailbag with the one and my favorite Disney Obsessed Dad, Justin. Disney Obsessed Dad. That's an accurate description. <laughs> I'm a dad and I do I enjoy uh, to study the field of Disney, yes. Oh, the field of Disney. Mm, Disney's yes. a field. Yes. The, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I made a, a reel. Got like a... Uh, 40-something thousand That's views. Right. Yeah. So the Disney-obsessed uh, dad reel. Yeah. Easy Dizit went a little viral there on, on Insta. Yeah, yeah. Check so. it out. At Easy Dizit on Instagram. And uh, just just come and, and get infected with the virus that is <laughs> at Easy Dizit. <laughs> All right. Too soon for any virus infection. Oh, yeah. Infection no virus jokes. Justin. No virus jokes. Mm, okay. Too soon. All right. So, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit later about uh, an upcoming trip, and it's going to be a little bit different than a typical trip that we take. Uh, So we're going to start with our values, like what are we trying to get out of this trip? And Mm. then we're going to say, okay, what can we do to get that out of this trip? And uh, yeah, yeah, that's how we're going to plan. I'm excited about these values conversations. I like them. Uh, But you want to do some highly suspect headlines before we get into all that stuff? Sure. All right. Yeah, so on the Easy Dizit podcast, how we do news is highly suspect headlines. So I'm going to read some headlines. Some of these headlines are going to be true. Some of these headlines are going to be false. And Autumn and you, the listener, will have to determine which are which. Mm. And if you get them all right, you get a high five. Or an Easy Dizit sticker, maybe. Yeah, or an Easy Dizit sticker. They're pretty nice. <laughs> so, all right, Autumn, you ready for the first highly suspect headline? I am ready. Listen carefully, Mm -hmm. because this could be tricky. Okay. The new Disney Wish cruise ship is officially delivered from Mayor Werft. 
Mayor Werft. It's delivered? Meyer, Meyer Werft? Yes, delivered. Hmm. It was delivered to Disney from Meyer Werft. Delivered to Disney. Oh, that's weird. That's worded weirdly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, true. This is true. Woohoo! Yes, June 9th, it was delivered. All right. It was a little late because the mm. first sailing was supposed to be June 9th. Yeah, so it's a, a little late. I had a feeling my inner sailor didn't tingle the way it <laughs> normally should. And so you do, I had a feeling. You do have a tingly inner sailor. Yeah. It comes out a I lot. I do. So this, uh, you want to hear some fun <laughs> facts about the Disney Wish? I would love to. It's beautiful. We've seen some videos yes. on it. Number one, it is beautiful. That is a cruise I am interested in going on. It's a, it's, it runs on liquefied natural gas, not diesel. Oh, interesting. This is Disney's first liquefied natural gas-powered ship. Hmm. It, it's going to be sailing out of Port Canaveral, which is cool. That's the, the closest one to Disney World. It's cool. only like, what, it's an hour away, two hours away. Indeed. It's precisely 58.4 miles between Walt Disney World Resort and the terminal at Port Canaveral, taking about 55 minutes by car. So nice if you're near that area. Yeah. Already in Disney. Did you know that? So you know how I'm a travel planner, right? I'm mm-hmm. a travel planner with unlocking the magic. I travel. do know that you're you know a that, planner, right? Yes. <laughs> By the way, I'd like to tell you. Well, uh, <laughs> Let me introduce myself. <laughs> so unlocking the magic travel, they are doing a agency traveling That's group right. above the Disney Wish next year. Yes. So it's uh it's May 29th to June 2nd. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't think I'll be attending personally, just because that's going to be during. Like school, school yeah. will still be in, and I'll, I'm, I work in a school, right. so I won't be able to attend. But if you want to, and you want to meet some of the cool agents with Unlocking the Magic Travel, which honestly they're they're a lot cooler than me anyway. May 29th through June 2nd, and if you book with through us, you get a $400 off the retail price plus a hundred bucks on trip oh. credit. Yeah, they give you. A, Shh, I'm on, sorry, you on said, ship. <laughs> it sounded like you said shrimp. Ooh. Yes. Credit, and I wanted to clarify you know that what? because I know a lot of our fan base are shrimp lovers. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to talk to the people, uh, to some of my colleagues at Unlocking the Magic Travel, and I'm going to see if we can trans- change that $100 ship credit to a $100 shrimp credit. Shrimp. Because <laughs> I think that overall is going to be more advantageous. Probably. For, yeah. Probably. <laughs> All right. You ready, for the, you ready for the second I'm ready. highly suspect headline? Yes. Go for it. Spider-Man Stuntronic crashes into building after malfunctioning at Avengers Campus. What does it crash into? A building. Read it again. Spider-Man Stuntronic crashes into building after malfunctioning at Avengers Campus. Hmm. It's a pretty cool animatronic. You're familiar with the Stuntronic, right? I'm familiar with it. I'm I'm watching it. I'm seeing it. I'm visualizing the environment. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's false. This is true. Oh. You have to see the video because Are you serious? yeah. So people saw this. So the Some stun- people thought it was a person. Well, I like honestly looking it at does it. Look the I didn't believe it so until you said it, and even at first, I was like, no, I think that's a person. Yeah. No, it's so good the way like they kind of wobbles and mimics like a human flight. I yeah. guess. I yeah. guess if a human were to fly, I this is how I imagine them flying. Yes. It's it's a beautiful thing, but what happened? So it it gets released off like a cable, but it mm-hmm. didn't release. You see it stays stuck to the string. Instead of clearing the building, it smashes directly into the building and destroys like a piece of the building, a piece of the facade. Did it fall on somebody? No, 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 no. It's no, no. Way above everybody, but smashed into the building. That's so sad. It's kind of sad. Do they have another animatronic? I mean, imagine that animatronic is is expensive. Yeah, yeah. I think... Robots have feelings. 
Okay. That sounds like a segment idea. Let's let's get into that sometime. Because there are a lot of robots at Disney World, and if robots have feelings, we should probably approach I mean, our, our travel I'm planning serious. a little differently. Just the way we, like, we program them to ha- do to be us. So Yeah. They are us in a way. They're okay. a reflection of us. Uh even the pirates? The pirates of the Caribbean? Sure. They're a reflection why, of us. Why, what it, like, well, pirates are humans. Okay, have you ever slept with a pig? Moving no. on. No. <laughs> Moving Wait on. a minute. That went somewhere else. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> have you ever bartered for a chicken? Yes. Okay, maybe once. Yeah. Have you ever dunked somebody in a well? No. No. See? So maybe, maybe <laughs> they are. I think maybe about are. it, though. That was interesting. <laughs> so back to Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, crashed right into a wall. It's really sad, That's but sad, also, yeah. I'm glad that it was a robot and not a human, because... Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And when they have a lot of stunt people, so it was amazing. That's why I was surprised it wasn't a person. I'm glad we're not launching people but 100 feet into the air. It's like an on... I mean, it would, it's like an ongoing thing all day, so you wouldn't yeah. have that be a person. Yeah, they do that yeah. show a couple times a day, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well... I hope a uh, spider robot person can be healed and <laughs> okay. comes back. Are you ready for highly suspect headline number three? Trace. Yes. Disney World just debuted a new summer Mickey that hangs around Disney Resort pools in the smallest swimsuit you've ever seen. Stop. That's false. I love the headline, though. <laughs> but that's false. You're going false right off the bat. False off the bat. So this is false. Okay. But this actually, this is actually a user-submitted highly suspect headline. <laughs> so thanks to, uh, to Sean out in uh, Hollywood. Uh, for submitting this headline. Oh, thanks, Sean. It was actually a link to a, a clickhole website. So it's like a real fake headline here. Yeah. Can I read you a little bit from the article? Please do. Introduced earlier this week, the new summer Mickey character can be seen loitering around Disney Resort swimming pools, wearing his trademark G-string swimsuit and stealing gulps from unattended pina coladas. Excited guests have already reported encounters with Summer Mickey at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, where he's been frequently spotted meandering meandering listlessly around the pool area, occasionally stopping to let out a loud sigh or scratch himself against a palm tree. (laughs) It's a hilarious article. Well, it sounds like you wrote it. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you just made that up. That's good. I'll link it in the show notes. It's very funny. You should meet the person that wrote that because... Special thanks. I think you'll have a lot in common. To uh, to listener uh, Sean from Hollywood. I appreciate <laughs> appreciate the uh, Thank you. The input. And if any of you out there would like to submit a highly suspect headline, yeah. you know, just put HSH in the subject so Autumn doesn't read it. Yeah. And yeah, we'll send you a sticker. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. I really I love the idea of listeners sending in headlines. I mm. think that's really cool. Help then, me trick Autumn. Then, yeah, exactly. No, I like that. I think that's great. Go right. for it. You ready for the fourth highly suspect headline? I'm unsure if I'm ready, but I think you're going to give it to me anyway. You're getting it. Here it comes. <laughs> Pinocchio live action remake starring Steve Gutenberg as Geppetto <laughs> will premiere September 8th. You laugh immediately. That's false. Hey, Steve Gutenberg's got to work. <laughs> He's no. So no, you're saying Pinocchio's false. Pinocchio's not the- having to come back, first of all. When you said Pinocchio come back, I was like, nope. Okay. Uh, is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Okay, so Steve Gutenberg is not starring as <laughs> Geppetto, but Pinocchio is coming back with a live-action remake. Is it really? September 8th, absolutely. Oh, interesting. So I guess Steve Gutenberg was too busy for this role. So I was correct, but for the wrong reasons. Hmm. <laughs> 
Gutenberg must have been busy because that's the only reason I can imagine Disney casting anyone else besides him. The only reason, right? Uh, do you know who is going to be starring as Geppetto? Oh, let me think about it. Who Jeff you, Goldblum? Who would you? Ooh, that's a good. He'd be a great that, Geppetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That let is, me. He, he would bring a different level to that. What? Like when you say the name, will I be surprised or will I be no. like, ah, oh, that makes sense? No, you're gonna be like, no, that that makes a lot of sense. Pinocchio. So Geppetto, uh, Pinocchio's dad, who's playing Pinocchio's oh, Geppetto, dad. Oh, Geppetto. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's not Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> is it a comedian? He does comedy. Uh, I'll give you another hint. He'll probably at some point yell mm. at Pinocchio and it'll be hilarious. He's an excellent no. comedic yeller. <laughs> it's not David, Danny DeVito, is it? No. Oh, I... <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> no, it's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Oh, it is? Oh yeah. my god, how did I... Yeah. Yes. When you said yeller, I was like, yes, that's right. What were we just watching? Yes. Tom Hanks. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, he'll be a great Geppetto. I'll watch it. All right. So you did pretty good. I think you got four for four. Okay. Nice work. Or close. No, three, three for four. I think three nice four. work. I appreciate it. So now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show, mm-hmm. which is A Stumps J, which is where I, Autumn, try to stump my husband, Justin, with trivia related to all things Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Plus, the Disney Channel, we could go on, Disney mm-hmm. Cruises, etc. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. And sometimes, you know, I do different things with it. Sometimes there are themes. Sometimes it's random. Sometimes, sometimes we mix it, it up, up and I go before the highly suspect headlines. Um, doesn't happen. So, you know, it happens. So I'm going to see what you all think today and see if you notice a theme or not. Maybe there's a theme that we're not even aware of, that I'm not even aware of, that you pick up on. (laughs) Write us in. (laughs) Let us know. I like that. All right. Are you ready for trivia question number one? I'm now ready. After that intro, I feel like I I had some time to prepare myself. Okay. Well, Tom Hanks will be proud of you. That's the important thing you need to remember. Okay. (laughs) Caribbean Beach Resort. Mm Mm-hmm is separated into five districts. What are those oh, districts? come on. Well, they're all like... You should know this. I don't, though. They're all like islands, you know, Caribbean islands. So I would say Jamaica is definitely one of them. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. All right. Trinidad. Two. Two. Two for five. Tobago? No. No. I guess... Okay, that would be... Okay. Um, one of them is where from... Is where... Uh, Rihanna is from. I don't know if you happen to know that. I Haiti? No. I think those are the only two I'm going to get. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. We'll give you like a, a point two on this. All right. So the five districts or islands that make up Caribbean Beach Resort are, number one, Aruba. Aruba. Number yeah. two, Barbados, home of Rihanna. Uh, number three is Jamaica. Number four is Martinique. And number five is Trinidad. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. All right, so number two of Ace Dumps J, Caribbean Beach Resort has the largest what out of all moderate rooms? The largest what out of all moderate rooms? This is an interesting fact. I know, well, the Caribbean Beach Resort has the fifth sleeper option, which is very nice. Um, I'm going to say it's the largest bathroom. Okay, I can maybe give you some credit for that. Any other guesses? No, it's the largest what? So it's a little bit, so it's in the the question a little bit. Caribbean Beach Resort has the largest moderate rooms out of all the Oh, just the largest rooms themselves. mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. They're 340 square feet. Okay. Compared to whatever they have at... Uh, Port Orleans is 314, and they don't have Coronado on here. Okay. Okay. Pardon me, Autumn. I do hate to interrupt someone as lovely as you. 
While this 340 square foot number is widely reported on the internet, I was unable to verify it from reliable sources. Touringplans.com suggests that Caribbean Beach Resort rooms are 314 square feet, just like other moderate resorts. However, the newest moderate rooms at the Grand Destino Tower are quite large, 375 square feet as reported by allears.net. All right, are you ready for number three? Let's do it. All right. Caribbean Beach Resort has a total of blank number of pools. I do sense the theme. It's Caribbean Beach Resort. (laughs) Just wait, we're not done. (laughs) All right. Well, there's, uh, you said five islands. There's definitely one main pool. And then we'll say that there's mm, either two or three supporting pools. I'm going to go with two supporting pools for a grand total of, no, I'm going to go with three supporting pools for a grand total of four pools. Okay. (laughs) So four is your answer. Yes, four. Okay, that's I, incorrect. Would you like oh, another guess? It's just one really big pool? Incorrect. <laughs> uh, then it's three. It's seven. Shush your it's mouth. Seven, seven pools? Beach Resort. Yes. That's a lot of pools. It has seven pools, so there's a zero-entry main pool. Oh, wait, are you counting hot after, tubs? No, this is not counting hot tubs. Okay. After a Spanish fortress. Right. Then there's two, then there's like, they're counting the separate, like, almost, it sounds like a mini water park area. I don't know. Oh, that this yeah, that doesn't plus count. Plus two water slides. No. One of which is 102 feet long. And then they have the shipwreck play area, which is like pool yeah. and yeah. Uh, splash zone, I suppose. They're not yeah. using that word. Um, and that's the Fuentes del Moro <laughs> water play area. Well done with the pronunciation. I yeah. assume I'm not looking at it, but that that's sounded good. Yeah, it sounded good. All right, you ready? We're going to do a bonus one. You didn't name seven areas, but that's fine. I still, I'm going to go did, with three. I'm sorry. Well, because some of them are like combined. Okay. Well, so that's you have the not zero fair in terms pool. of trivia. I mean, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> then you've got the two water parks. Then you've got the shipwreck play area. And then within that shipwreck play area, you've got the, what is this called here? Mini slides and then the Fuentes del Moro uh, water play area. Oh, yeah. It says here on Disney World, it says five leisure pools. Oh, they're calling it five. So maybe this wow. one's breaking no, down Well, the five leisure ones. pools would be in addition to the to the, the large pool. Yeah. The Fuentes okay. del Moro So this pool. must be counting. That's the big one. It's right. It's just that one play area. Wow. That's pretty so big. So it's a lot, though. It's still flat. I mean, you yeah. that was more than That's I a lot thought. more than I thought. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for this bonus one? Oh, we got a bonus one. Mm-hmm. Listen carefully. French Quarter mm-hmm. is the only resort and place to get blank at Walt Disney World? This is a very specific answer. It's the only place to get beignets at Walt Disney World. Incorrect. I think. That isn't correct? That's not correct. I know there isn't many places. I know you can get them in like New Orleans Square and Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Where else can you, you get them in Disney is World? a specific answer. Well, beignet is a very specific answer. You gotta get more specific than that. <laughs> Mickey-shaped beignets. Yes. Oh. French Quarter is the only resort and place in the entirety of Walt Disney World where you can get Mickey beignets. The only you oh. cannot get them anywhere else. They're only sold there. Um, you can also get uh, vegan beignets, which is cool, um, at Port Orleans. Those ones are not Mickey-shaped, but you can get... <laughs> really? They're not Mickey-shaped, no. Is that what they makes said... them vegan? They're not shaped like a mouse? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right? Sh- I know, huh? They're shaped like corn? 
just saying. <laughs> no, there's, if you've never, there's milk and beignets. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't been to Puerto Orleans, eggs, it's sure. amazing. Justin and I went my first time, which was great. And so you can get them at uh, Scat Cats Club, yeah. uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and another thing, I didn't know this. This was just extra information. Did you know that there's a special beignet fun run? Yes, yes, Every I did. Sunday, yeah. unless there's like a race. Unless you there's run like a and run then you Disney get to eat race. some donuts. Yeah. And I'm like, I, okay, so that's on the list of things that we need to do. You'll run I for donuts? Oh, yeah. That's, see, that that would be an appropriate challenge. And Justin's been giving me challenges in the beginning of some of these highly episodes. Highly inappropriate challenges. <laughs> um, highly miserable, miserable challenges. And this is solid. So, yeah, if you are interested in beignets, but specifically Mickey beignets, you got to head on over to Port Orleans. It would be a nice thing to do if you are wanting to check out Disney Springs, honestly, because you can't get them there. But you can take a beautiful boat ride um, over from Disney Springs to Port Orleans. That's which true. is really neat. Grab your beignets and then you can head back. Yeah. So. Do you think, I mean, I'm going to probably eat all those beignets on the way back. It's a bit of a, it's a little bit of a ride. A little yeah, bit that's of a nice. That's what I mean. You could go oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go, you know, go back after dinner. You got whatever. You could do a go midday. I feel like beignets are appropriate any time of the day. They're delicious. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but it was just, yeah, saying that as a suggestion. If you're going recently and you're listening, the beignets are amazing. Yeah. Um, and I would say a way to make it into your trip would be to definitely spend some time in Disney Springs and then you can take this beautiful boat on over. It's beautiful at night. I'm sure it's nice during the day, but it was really gorgeous at night. So I would encourage that trip too. Would you say that our beignets your favorite Mickey-shaped food? There's a lot of other Mickey-shaped food that Disney ha- that yeah. exists at Disney World that I haven't bar, had. I mean, I've, barely, I've had like pretty much zero Disney food compared to the amount of Disney yeah. food there is. We but a lot I, of I still, I mean, I can't imagine it not. I mean, beignets are just really good. I haven't tried the waffles, but you know, still I've had a waffle. You know, waffles a waffle, and I haven't had the ice cream. Uh, a waffle's even. not a waffle. No. No, it's a golden malted waffle, it's which a golden, is a good waffle. Okay. And but is it a beignet like, though? No, I know. It's yeah. like a really good waffle, but I know what I the yeah. essence of a waffle I've had. Justin, you make yeah. delicious homemade. And you've waffles. had golden wa- malted waffles at hotels. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're delicious, but it's like I know that, you know, a beignet isn't something I intake okay. with any regularity either. Okay. So that's my suggestion. So that's it for a stumps today. Justin, what'd you think? That's just stumps today. Great stumps, Autumn. Great. I got a little bit of mailbag. You want to hear it? I would love to. So, all right. So I got this one uh, from Catherine Nashamizu. Settlement payment came in? Question mark. Due to your involvement in a class action or injury lawsuit, a settlement payment may have just may have just came in at the following web page. <laughs> Go there now to accept what's reserved in your name. Oh, no. Check for potential settlement. There's like a link. There's also a link to unsubscribe. Do you think I should click that link? Uh, yeah, Do you think that I don't works? know. Are they asking for your social security number? It sounds like you should probably give that to I'm going to have to click on this link to find out. Oh, no. What an odd way to inform me of my settlement payment. <laughs> that you may or may not have at this moment. <laughs> Man. they. I, how do they know about the easy visit incident of 2022? Probably the strawberry festivals we've been attending. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, which yeah. we haven't talked about. We Justin. didn't talk about that. 
and I, I, I don't, it, mainly Justin, but I was there as a, as a supporter oh, and you a were table there. setter upper. Yeah. Did like, did a, our first tabling event with our podcast and a bit of travel planning. It and, was easy does it live. And yeah, and it was really awesome. And basically we just had a table with some cool Disney stuff. And the majority of what we were doing was Disney trivia because yeah. we really just wanted to engage with people. We made um, like 30 Rice Krispie treats yes. shaped like Mickey. We got to give those out. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We also had coloring books and sticker sheets of all Disney things. Um, And that was a hit. And this was in our town, which is super small. Like we, I don't think we're like much over 5,000. Can I tell you, Autumn, how surprised I was? Because we, the deal was you answer two out of three trivia questions and you get to pick a prize. Yeah. I was so surprised that anyone picked stickers. Like these Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. No, they went. They gone, but they they went by the end of the day, but not as fast. I thought they were going to go super quick, but people were picking sticker sheets. It was Mm -hmm. really interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun. Shout out to everybody who came out. We're going to be around and plan to do a few more. We met some really cool people. We met some really cool people. We did. We did. So if you're in the area, look out for us. We hope to do some other. Yeah, we're definitely going to do more because I already bought the banner, so I have to do more. (laughs) Well, we met a lot of cool people that really love Disney and had some cool stories, and I feel like I have to mention Buff who was running the raffle and was a lead in this. And she talked about how her mother, who when she turned 80, had a 80th birthday party in Disney World, like a party with a lot of people. And it was awesome. So she told us a little bit about it. And we're hoping that maybe sometime we could talk to her more because we'd love to have her on the show. But I mean, that's just one sample of like just the sharing and the um, excitement and passion um, for Disney that people shared with us, which was really great. Yeah. So if you want to you want to see a bit of that, you can head on over to Easy Dizit on Instagram. We've got uh, Autumn doing some trivia. We've got Justin doing some trivia. And we have some of the piggies from Mad Mayor's Farm next door doing some trivia as well. And actually, spoiler alert, the pigs did really well. They're really smart. And they were so cute to hear their little moans. <laughs> and they'd be going and going. And then all of a sudden, just like newborns, like out. And yeah. in a pig pile, just adorably sleeping on top of each other. Yeah. And just out. And then all of a sudden, they'd be like, oh, they're up again. And then out. It was yeah. just, it was great. We had a really nice. And we just met some nice, like, neighbors and stuff, like people nearby um, in our town. So great event. Great event. Look for us if you're in the Connecticut area. Yeah. And check it out on Instagram, at EasyDizit. All right, so up next, we, uh, Autumn and I are going to chat about an upcoming trip. We're going to take you behind the scenes and in, in how we plan our vacations. Mm, stay tuned. So we're going to Disney World. We're going to Disney World, apparently. I still don't really believe it. I know. It's hard to believe. It's hard to <laughs> it's, believe. It uh, is. We're going August 5th through 8th. Uh, we'll be there during Food and Wine. We're going to be staying. This is what we know so far, right? This is the info we have. This is, yeah. Uh, we'll be staying at Fort Wilderness, which will be my first time at a deluxe resort. Same. And my second time at Disney World in my <laughs> life. So, like, every time I go, it's a new, it's new. Well, yeah. It's new. So yeah. we're going to fly in on... Friday. Yes. And we're going to fly out on Monday. Yes. And we're only doing one day in the parks. Yeah. That's what we know so far. Yes. We know a little bit more than that. And we've talked a little bit more about that in terms of like what we're going to do. But let's first, let's start with values. Like, mm. what is it we want to get out of this trip? So, okay, the values that come to mind for me one is like spending time alone with you because we really haven't had a whole lot. Like, 
like here and there weekends, but we haven't really done anything like together or away yeah. since really since the pan since we had win, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that's my number one is just being able to spend time with you away from like real life. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you um, making that up and lying on the podcast. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is. That's my, that's my, that is. I mean, that's true. I mean, again, I love Disney. As I've said to y'all, I'm a new to Disney enthusiast. So Disney doesn't have my grasp quite in the way that it might others. So like still the, the, the biggest draw for me is that like, it's a fun thing to do together and and that you really love it. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're gonna we're gonna have some fun together. Yeah. So you're saying that you wanna spend time alone together. Does that mean like just you and I in a room together alone? Or like alone sharing experiences around other people or intimate experiences? I would say a mix of those. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean but but mainly just not in a like nine to five work day or right. you know what I mean like regular world mode right. which has just been very stressful <laughs> but in a perhaps in a large auditorium watching uh, fish puppets watching president animatronics you might be cool with say. that okay yes. okay and also some uh, you know just I don't know quiet time gazing at the stars I mean, or what have you know the fish puppets are coming back right oh no yeah Nemo's coming back it'll be there oh. when we're there Oh, yeah, that's they, great! They I know retooled that, the show, but I know the tumble monkeys are back. <laughs> tumble monkeys are back, baby. <laughs> um, so that's my first value. I mean, my second would be taking because it's only my second time in Disney, so doing things where like t- taking time to like see parts of Disney I haven't got to see. So, you, oh, this is good. So taking time to see different parts of Disney that you haven't seen, which won't yes. be too hard. No. I mean, you've seen all the parks, though. So maybe we need to do some things that aren't the parks. the parks. But here's the... Th- right. And that's why I love that this is, like, not a predominant park trip. Like, yeah. when we're doing the parks, it's, we're doing the four-day park challenge, which also right. I haven't done. Right. So, right. So that's parks in a different way. But also, outside of those days, we'll be able to, like, um, really take some time. I want to say for the detail in Disney that, like, when you go the first time, there's so much. Yeah. That I just... I mean, I could have just kept looking at the ground or the sky or a piece of a wall, like, yeah. <laughs> for hours it was like no no we got to go to the next thing which was good but um i'm excited to be able to take the time to appreciate some of the details okay so let's recap so value number one is spending time with me and let's do this too so yeah, i agree with that husband justin spending time with him quite the hunk yeah your own gaston you might say you might don't look at pictures on instagram but yeah i am very hunk like <laughs> <laughs> i'm hunk adjacent okay <laughs> um like in a nebulous way. Like if Hunk was a gas cloud, <laughs> I'm at the like outer reaches no. where where atoms are feet apart, but still adjacent. Oh my gosh! All right. So first value, spending time together. Mm-hmm. Second value, looking uh, maybe more deeply at Disney and more detailed or a different viewpoint. More detailed, sure. Yeah. And then third one. Third one. So I would say that my third one would be probably going to connect with something that did really get me into Disney, mm-hmm. which would be the Duty Burke bags. Yes. And I laugh when I say that because, A, me ever getting into Disney, if you've listened, know that most of my life I was a kind of a Disney hater. Yeah. Um, and two, like, I'm not 
typically a purse or bag person yeah, you're either. Really so not. it's really funny that that is what brought me into Disney, but it did. And so I'm excited to do this Dooney and Burke challenge within the four pack challenge yeah. where we plan to visit the Dooney and Burke store so in each of the four parks. Some of our listeners might not know what Dooney and Burke is. Yes. So it's a, it's a luxury purse. Yes, it is. With cartoon characters on it. <laughs> so Dooney and Burke is a luxury purse brand. I think most people know this. You can find them in, you know, the fancy... Um, bag stores, yes. malls, um, TJ Maxx, you can get, you can really? see Junior Burks. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, TJ has them. So what has happened is that back in 2016, 15, Disney and Junior Burke basically shook hands, made a Mickey Mouse kind of deal and said, <laughs> we want you to come out with a princess line of bags. So that, that was the original. That's where it started. So they came out with bags just with the princesses and that's it. They made them. There is no more. They're not making them again. It's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This came up somehow when I was doing trivia or whatever for Disney, and I started on my high horse about, oh, bet you they don't have a Tiana princess, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> don't you know? He goes, why don't you look it up on him? So I did. And lo and behold, there was, and it was a beaut. Just I saw it, and I was just like, that serves me right. <laughs> Talking smack about Disney. Fast forward. Yeah. Autumn now owns <laughs> a... <laughs> a very expensive, we're not going to talk about the cost of it, but a very expensive <laughs> bag that came out like seven years ago yeah. that I happened to find on eBay. Thankfully, that was brand new and it was awesome. And I love it. And I like consciously take moments every day and look and just like touch the bag because I'm still <laughs> so happy with it. She does. She does touch the bag. Sometimes I walk into the room and she's just touching <laughs> it and I slowly back out. I was like, they need some time. They need some time. This is important for her. All right. So three values we've established so far. Uh, we're going to, we're going to one, spend time together or you, what we want to get out of this is time together. Two, seeing Disney through a different lens and three, maybe touching some other Dooney and Burke bags. <laughs> That's right. And uh, can I add on That's a fourth? Right. And the, the fourth one here, uh, I think, because I love all three of those, and it ties in a bit with your third, is getting information and content for the podcast and my travel planning business. Yes. No, right. solid. That should be happening. Because this is a tax-deductible trip, so we, we will be working. Like, right. This is, this is a working trip. Yeah. We're going to have oh, fun. We're going to be working. We're doing the four-park challenge. Yes. And, yeah, you know, going to the Dooney, I mean, yeah, definitely it's going to be working. I'm excited about... I'm excited about getting footage of you and Disney. Mm. That's what I'm excited about. Okay. Yeah. So now I, we both I, have um, adult phones with, with nice cameras. You know, you've got I an iPhone. Got I've got, got a, a Pixel 6. Yep. So we should be able to get some good content. We should. All right. So, so we get our four values here. Now let's talk about some goals mm. that we can derive from these. And, and we'll link them back to the value. So I think the okay. one you've already talked about, this goal is the four-park challenge. And it's not just the four-park challenge, but it's the... It's the Disney four-park challenge, which if you were listened to our last week's episode or the week before last, Disney actually gives certificates. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> great if we get a cool certificate. But Which I thought was really neat. It was a... Yeah. Um, that they, they scroll through whatever their, you know, crazy system is. And look for folks that have done the four parks in one day. Yeah. So we're doing the Dooney and Burke challenge. Yes. And we're going to try and hit, we're definitely going to hit at least one store in each of the parks. Mm -hmm. And we're going to try and hit the ones at Disney Springs and also some of the ones at the resorts too. Right. We're going to get as many pictures of you I, with a Dooney and Burke bag. Right. As possible. So my thought is when we arrive at each park, I think that's the first thing we do. Mm -hmm. I don't think we wait for that. I think we go so, get right to the 
I love your inclination there. I think that is a solid primary strategy. Uh, here's another idea. Okay. We use the Touring Plans Lines app. We yes. find the nearest restaurant to each one of these locations and we schedule a 15 minute sit down and let the computer algorithm determine when to go. Because uh, I've I'm already sorry. programmed that into the touring plan. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, so for touring plans, it we can tell it will tell us when we can go to like the Dooney and Burke store? Yes. So and Oh, it, I didn't think it had store like shopping stores. It doesn't. It. it touring plans does not have doesn't let you set appointments to do shopping, but it does let you set appointments to go to a meal. And you can give it a window. So I give it like a, a plus minus sixty minute window mm-hmm. and give it a fit it's a fifteen minute meal. And okay. I picked the location next to all the known locations of the Dooney and Burke in each park. And now it'll tell us, because, and I also have this set to save us walking time as well, because we're going to be walking all day. We're going to want to minimize walking. Yes, we're really going to minimize. <laughs> yeah. So with the rides that we do pick, you know, and this this rough sketch of a plan, uh, we could also uh, have some optimization there with when to visit uh, the Dooney and Burke store as well. Oh, that's exciting. That's I'm excited. And I, I guess my only thing is like I really want to like go to Disney with my Tiana because I didn't get to get her in Disney, which yeah. is her original home. But like, quite honestly, it's it's a it's a toy. Like I wear it for it's like my work bag. It's yeah. amazing, but it's like not the kind of it's too big to bring to Disney yeah. and quite honestly too expensive. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Just like, yeah, you know, I don't think I'm gonna leave it anywhere, but that would it's tie expensive. into your third value though, mm-hmm. if you know, spending more time with Tiana. There, that would fall. That would fall into that. But so this this four park challenge, this is definitely going to get us good content. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to go to all four parks. We're going to be able to see, you know, a lot of new stuff there yes. for get content. It's going to tie into your third value there of Tiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's for me at least. It's definitely hitting value number two. Seeing Disney through a different lens. I've never. I don't think I've ever even park hopped. I may have park right. hopped. You did when you were younger, you said. I, yeah, I, I don't even, I don't remember the experience. I think you're right, I did. You did. Or you I did. bought the park hopper, but we only uh, did it like once or twice, you know, right. and that's why I never got it again. Yeah, so I'll definitely, like going to four different parks in one day is a definitely a different lens for me, for sure. Different I'm ways still imagining how we're going to do it. <laughs> like, is that, are we going to do this? <laughs> and then, I mean, we'll be but. together. So I think that, this is an experience that we're sharing together and we're building memories together. So I think that also this is going to hit all four of our values. The Disney, Dooney, and Burke challenge is going to hit all four values. It's pretty solid. That's a good goal. It's the beauty of Dooney and Burke. Hey, if anyone from Dooney and Burke is listening, please reach out to us. We'd love to. We'd love to. We don't know that. Yeah, we'd love. If you've worked for Dooney and Burke, if you know somebody that works for DMB, let us know. DMB, Dave and Buster's. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right, so that's so that's a good goal. I think that's a good goal because it touches on all of our values. Who would have thought Dooney and Burke would be bringing us together? <laughs> all right, what else? I had an idea, and I haven't shared this with you yet. Oh, and it does touch on a couple of those values. Ooh. So this one touches on Disney through a different perspective. It touches on us being together, kind of in in, in an intimate setting. So you can rent a little boat. A little two-person boat, and you can drive it around Seven Seas Lagoon. Really? Yeah. And it's yeah. only like 30, 40 bucks for a half hour. And we can rent it right at, um, we're staying at uh, 
the Wilderness Lodge. You can rent them there. Oh, that's awesome. So Wait, was, we're going to do that? It was going to be a surprise, but I think it's kind of a surprise now. Oh. That's, that's a possibility, a plan. Yeah. Okay. So I, I love I, that. They weren't doing them for a while. I'm not sure actually if they're back yet. I know the mm. pontoon boats are back, but I'm not sure. sure if the little guys are back yet. Okay. Something we'll, I'll look into, though. But you can drive it around so you can see, like, all the different resorts. You can see the Magic cool. Kingdom, but can... from the water. That's cool. That's a different perspective. No, we need to do that. That's time together. That's awesome. That's actually content, too. We'll probably get some cool videos oh, there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Of that process. And it doesn't bring you any closer to Tiana, but... Oh, no, no, That's okay. Three for four well, ain't bad. we're on the water. We can pretend that we're on the bayou, so... <laughs> Going down by you. Going down by you. <laughs> we'll sing that. We'll bring a Bluetooth speaker. It'll be good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we had a couple ideas for um, things we could do. And and I have some things that I, I've thought about. Because, you know, I want to do everything in four days, right? Yeah. But there's – I have so I have to check these things up against the values that yes. we've just talked about. Yeah. So one of them, we're doing this four-day challenge, right? We're going to want to experience a lot of attractions. And I do want to um, pilot the Genie Plus system for myself because I haven't used it yet, right. right? I've done a lot of assessments and analysis, and I've read a lot of other people's opinions, but not used it myself. But does it fit with our the values that we've established? So what do you think? Spending time together. Doesn't give us any more time together. No. No. Details, like Disney from a detail lens, it's kind of hard because you're going to be in your phone more. If anything, it's going to take me away from the details. It's also possibly a detail. I guess that you could look at it that it is a detail it of Disney. It is a new detail. Yeah. What's the third one? The third one would be Tiana. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. There's nothing there for that. But the fourth one, content and information, it's kind of huge. Now, here's the thing, though. We're trying to do a big part of this trip, though, right, is is doing a new thing. One of mm-hmm. those things being the four park challenge. Right. Right. And it seems like Genie Plus might help us because, again, we are only going to like max maybe be able to do three attractions in each park before we have to move to right. the next. Right. probably be two. Right. So yeah. it's not like a, this isn't a trip where we're going to do all the things or like picking two things in each park pretty much. And Yeah. Here's the thing, though, because you can't pick the times for Genie Plus. Right. And like the park order is already determined based based on transportation. It's going to be like trying to hit a moving dartboard in terms of stacking. Right. We could do it for the experience, but it doesn't mean it's actually going to help us get on the exactly. ride because we have to, our main goal is to just get to all four parts. Right. Like I'm going to need to get Slinky Dog Dash in a two and a half to three hour window. I'm going to need to get, even for the virtual queue, I'm going to need to get Cosmic Rewind in a two or three hour window with, you know, the individual lightning lane selection. Um, and those are going to be tough if even possible. So I was thinking maybe not do Genie Plus and just focus on individual lightning lane selections. Oh, that's, you know, that's a, yeah, that's a system. That's yeah. a new system. So that's a possibility. My other thought, could we just do it in Animal Kingdom? Because that's where we're going to have the most time. We could. That's like we'll be there for hours. Where we could. With the value there for us in terms of Genie Plus isn't really there for, for Animal Kingdom. Because you're not going right. to ride Expedition Everest. I'll ride that single rider. Uh, Flight of Passage is individual lightning lane selection, and we probably rope drop Kilimanjaro Safaris or, you know, Flight of Passage. So maybe we get one ride 
and mm-hmm. and we have the most time at Animal Kingdom too. Right, so you it's know? less necessary. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm really not sure where this we're coming down on that. I yeah. do want to do it, but I don't think I should do it just for the sake of doing it. You should do it when you're going to be experiencing again. Like if this is for supporting, you would be doing it during a time where the trip was emulating. Yeah. What most people are going to do. Exactly. Which is not a I should do challenge. it when it makes sense. I shouldn't do it when it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so I can talk to people about to people. when they should do it. Right. 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 During yeah. during an event or a trip that most people aren't doing. But let's face it, yeah, I might do sure. it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing. That's one thing that it was like I was sure I was going to do, but when I matched it up against the values, I thought maybe not. The only other thing I would think is if we decided to do some park on one of the non-four park challenge days, which messes up our actual plan. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, if you were to do like a one day at a park, yeah. then you might test it out at one park. So, but... Yeah, which we're not. We're just doing one day in the parks. Yeah. And and, and another thing I thought I could do would be just stack, because Magic Kingdom is going to be our last park, and just stack Magic Kingdom evening as much as I can. Oh. You know, to make sure we get to ride Thunder Mountain. But right now, the way it's set up, we only have an hour in Magic Kingdom, and it's like when the fireworks go off. Is that two hours? That'll be two hours. Yeah, it depends. If if right now they're closing at. 10 p.m. If they switch it to an 11 p.m. close, which is possible, then we have two hours. So what are we gonna? So what are we doing in Magic Kingdom? We have not a lot. I think just seeing the fireworks and riding Haunted Mansion. That's okay. Yeah, that's solid though, because I wouldn't mind honestly, because it takes forever to people get out. Even like I feel like we didn't really get to spend time in any Main Street or the. So that's what we'll do. We'll we'll do Dooney Dooney and Burke on uh, Main Street after. That'll yeah, be our or when last everyone's one. like at the fireworks, I'll be like, "Cool, I'm gonna watch the fireworks in the air <laughs> from these Dooney and Burke persons." Yeah, no, that's I'm down with that, and I really prefer to do Magic Kingdom at night. Um, you do yeah, no, I agree. I think it's it's magical at night. Yeah, so yeah. Really, like, will we be able to? So that's the thing. Like, I want to ride so many rides, but really, that's not what this trip is about. It's that's not, not about one of our values, right? No. So th- realizing that helps me next get year will be bit. more of a like we're doing. Yeah. Rides yes. and doing rides with a little child. Yeah. Um. And Anna, an adult who has never been to Disney World and before. An adult who's never been, which is really exciting. Autumn's I'm like down. excited. To, I th- I'm gonna like want to plan along with Justin for this. That's a different episode, trip. though. Ooh, that'll yeah. be fun. That'll You're gonna be, help me. Oh, yes. that'll be great. Oh yeah, that'll I'm excited about that. So, uh, you mentioned seeing Disney through a new lens, Mm -hmm. I think, or just from a new viewpoint. I think you seeing Galaxy's Edge is very important. Yes. I don't think you necessarily have to ride every ride. Yes, I want to get you on Rise of the Resistance 100%, but you just need to hang out I just want to... Well, that's the thing. And I see... I've seen clips and I'm like, I just like, give me a drink Mm -hmm. and I just want to like... I'm just going to be just walking just... Because that's what's going to immerse me is like really just being having time to admire and see the detail. Yeah. Like I'm good. Like I don't need to. I'm Did you say that. give me a drink? Yeah. Well, I want guess, a drink. It's going to be hot. Guess, guess who got reservations for Oga's Cantina? <gasps> this guy. This guy. <laughs> my hunky travel planner husband. <laughs> yes. All right. Me. me. Um, yeah. So that's important. Cool. I think that's important. I think it's important too. Uh, and then here's another thing that I think we should do. This is something that we talked about. Let's check it against our values. I'd like to do like the monorail crawl. Yeah. On our non-park day. Monorail like, nice. It sounds like solid sitting, which I'm going to want to do. Yes. We're also going to try our minimum step challenge. We're going to try a minimum step challenge the next day, two days. 
So this is going to be great for content. This is going to be great for, you know, because we're going to be going to three different, at least three different lounges, one of them being Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. Yeah. Very excited yes. for this. Yeah, uh, this is something cool. I've always wanted to do. That would be cool. Um, I think it'll be fun. Get to see some of the other Magic Kingdom resorts. Yeah. Which we haven't. We have not. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't, th- I've never set foot in, I've been in the contemporary. That's it. Right. So this will be great. This will be great for the lens and the content. Yeah. Well, and I think, like, this is another experience that you don't necessarily think of when you think of Disney that Mm -hmm. exists. And so I like that. I like the experiences that are kind of out of the norm or out of the, oh, what's the word? Almost the... Tourist, a, touristy yeah. stuff of Disney. Yeah, I mean, it was just weird. But like, if if Disney was like a, I don't know, an island or like a place yeah. that wasn't a theme park, right? Yeah. A giant theme park, it would be the things that I like about Disney would be like the non-touristy yeah. things. Well, I think I it's think. yeah, it's something that a local could do for sure, and yeah, I think that yeah, is something local that they aspects. do. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also you know, it's like a, it's a next level touristy item. Like when you're done with the parks, here, check this thing out. Yeah. So I think that'll be really cool. We'll we'll hit at least one lounge in each one of the monorail resorts so the polynesian um that that'll be uh trader sam's grand grotto like just find an empty room and nap for two days we'll probably do some napping you know we looked at what um paging mr morrow on youtube and he does a great job of highlighting comfortable chairs he does so if you need to know where the comfortable chairs are that's the youtube channel yeah paging mr morrow and it looks like I'm forgetting the name of the resort in, I mean, the name of the lounge at uh, the Grand Floridian, but it looks good. I don't remember either. While Citricos at the Grand Floridian also has a delightful lounge, I believe you are referring to the Enchanted Rose, a Beauty and the Beast themed lounge with unique cocktails and romantic theming. I do think you both will enjoy it. And then we have a couple choices in contemporary. Unfortunately, the California Grill Lounge has kind of been replaced by reservation seating. I'm saddened. Yeah, because that would have been cool to see fireworks again. And I've heard just so many wonderful things. I was so excited to go to California Grill. Yeah. So maybe we do 71 there. Are there some other viewing locations at the Contemporary? Or we circle back and do it from the beach at the Polynesian. We watch fireworks from the beach at the Polynesian. Mm. You got some options. So this, okay. this, this is sounds like a series of intimate me and you moments, right? It does. The other two, the non-park days really sound like there'll be a lot of opportunity for that. So there's value one. Value two, which is Disney through a different lens. And mm, detail. And detail. Like taking in the details of Disney. Here we go. We're going to be checking out all these lounges in detail. Mm. Uh, number three, Tiana. <laughs> She's her own value. This is great. Uh, they sell Duty and Burke at uh, the Grand Floridian, right? So we were thinking about, I'm like, yeah. I do, I need to look at, yeah, I want to, yeah, it'd be nice if there was something Tiana that I saw yeah. that I could get for myself. And then number four, like we said before, content, definitely going to be great content and information we get from this. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. And, and again, I'm really excited about, I my favorite thing about being with people in places, even if they're like not my places, is the being with people and seeing their joy in other places. And so that's really what I'm excited about and being able to get that from like uh, the podcast lens. And um, I'm just excited. 
Yeah, this is gonna be a great trip. This is gonna be a great trip. So, all right, so here's the plan so far. We're just gonna lay it out, the plan so far. <laughs> and then I have a special request for anyone still listening to us talk about this. Okay. <laughs> so Friday, we're gonna do Disney Springs. We're gonna go out to dinner. Yes, On go to bed early. S- yeah, try and go to bed early. On Saturday, we're gonna go to all far parks. So we'll Ooh. do Animal Kingdom, then Hollywood Studios, then Epcot, then Magic Kingdom. It's like in the 16-hour day. On Saturday, on Sunday morning, we're going to have breakfast. Sleeping in. Inside, the, at the resort. And then at, uh, we're actually going to the Whispering Canyon Cafe, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, there's some surprises there for you, I think. Oh. And then we're going to be in a pool and a hot tub for as long as possible. <sighs> right? <laughs> right? Well, it's going to be especially nice after Saturday. Uh, and then we're going to do the monorail crawl and this might actually literally be a crawl because like, we, might be doing we can't it for walk. hours yeah because no, we can't walk that's <laughs> my knees are gonna be hurting and then monday morning i don't have any plans for monday morning so those are the plans so far yeah if anyone out there has any suggestions please of, of that would hit on any of those four values either it being a special moment or time for us mm-hmm. uh it being something that would offer us a new view or lens at disney yeah uh something that would be good content for the podcast or you know our instagram mm-hmm. and or something that would let autumn get a little bit closer to tiana or luxury <laughs> cartoon purses <laughs> <laughs> Please send in the info. And Seriously. We'd, yeah, we'd love to, to hear your uh, your advice there. Yeah, yeah. Or share like a value that, like as you were listening, that maybe came up for you or something that no, you'd love no. to. Get your own podcast. No, no, no. No, that would be awesome. I would love to hear some of your vacation values. Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. So, yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the trip too as it comes closer, and maybe plans for Monday or if or if things tweak. But um, yeah, try and stop me from talking about this trip. <laughs> Justin's determined. It was like five percent. If you listen to some of the other episodes, like a few months ago, and then it went to ten percent. It was like twenty percent. <laughs> Apparently now we're at like ninety percent. Oh yeah, everything's booked. Everything is booked. <laughs> so, like dining is booked. We're we're booked. All right, so this is happening, y'all. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Once again, thank you everybody for joining us today. We we love it when you come here and listen. It gives us a, an excuse to talk about Disney. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please do rate us on iTunes. I'd appreciate that a ton. And if you want to support the show, consider booking your next trip with me. I'm going to collect the information on Disney anyway. It's what I do. Uh, you might as well profit from it. So book your vacation with me and we'll make sure you've got all your options. And uh, if you want to talk to Autumn or I about you know, aligning your vacation goals to your own vacation values, well, we can do that too. So get in touch. You can get in touch at easydizitpodcast at gmail.com or at easydizit on Instagram, or just yell really loud out your front door. I'll hear you. All right. Until next time, easy dizit. Easy dizit.